This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Chanel Bunger with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and I am recording live at the 8th Annual Becker's Health IT Digital Health and RCM Conference in Chicago. Right now, I'm sitting with Gina Curry. Gina, thank you so much for joining me today. Can you please take a moment and introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background? Yes, thank you. My name is Gina Curry. I am a clinical registered nurse by my profession and education. Actually, it's very interesting that I was born 10 miles away from Navy Pier. That's where my healthcare journey started. For some reason, I wanted to bring a difference to what I was experiencing, although I didn't realize this until later on in my nursing career. I lived in the Chicago area. I was educated to become a nurse 150 miles north of Chicago at the UW-Madison School of Nursing. And I practice and live most of my adult life in Madison, Wisconsin. There was something still within myself urging me to bring an answer to that, which led forth for me to pursue the clinical travel nursing as a nurse case manager which brought me to seven different states in the United States in many different healthcare systems, um, comprising from hospitals to outpatient clinics to the public health arena to the home health arena and to specialized nursing. And I am very happy to have experience and to say that I've practice nursing to the tip of my licensure. I've taken it to the furthest. So I've been practicing nursing for 41 years now, which brings me back to Chicago, to home now. And how can I further help my family and those who have come before me and those who will come after me in terms of bringing a change in the healthcare situation or the outcomes for them? Quite the challenge you've taken on, huh? (laughs) Yes, it is. And I must admit, too, that I am very grateful for to be born in Chicago to a large family of 10. And I uh, have living family in Chicago area still. Got it. And we were kind of talking a little bit before we started recording that you're on a different trajectory right now. But with that, what is your growth strategy for the next year or two? My growth strategy for the next year or two is deeply personal, deeply personal. Why? Because it's what from within so that I would be able to bring out the best that I can be to serve others in my capacity as a clinician and as a a place or a person who brings healing to affect the health care of others. So it would be more personal in that I want to bring out the gift in the best way possible and to be able to inspire others to reduce their suffering 
in whichever way I can, which takes me to a lot of different practices. And many of those practices are within, but extending outside more on the terms of spiritual, spiritual connectedness to everyone. And to feel into that, that to me is growth. And I, in two years, well, it doesn't, I can't say in terms of money, but I could say that there would be a huge change and a collaborative experience so that people will feel that. I love it. Thank you so much. You're and welcome. <laughs> can you tell us about the most exciting and impactful initiative or project you're working on right now? Oh, the most impactful and initiative I'm working on right now would be to move into becoming becoming that nurse care, bringing that care to a way that it affects a cure. Because oftentimes we, in healthcare, we want to, we're about bringing a cure, although we know we all are going to die one day. We can't cure that. But conditions. We try to think of ways and be to be curative. I like to think of healing and transformation. So transformation currently that I'm doing, undergoing right now is I've just finished, completed a contract. Um, and that contract role taught me a lot about myself. And it opened up many different experiences that I hadn't connected such that the reason why I became in healthcare, like I said, it was something that pushed me. I don't want to say called me, but urged me. And I believe it came from through generations and to bring an answer to that. So now I'm back to, okay, what has been the effect? on this, my generations, my parents, and in my family, in my communities. And as I look at that, I don't see, I, I don't find the impact. And it's not that I should see that impact, but I don't feel that that connection has been deeply made. And so I'm re -back, back now revisiting that and doing a lot of contemplative practices, taking it to a higher spiritual level, going deep within, through practices, through meditative practices, through uh, physical training um, in the body, so as to open up those pathways and to be able to use my voice, my voice of experience and my voice of compassion and to work with teams to, to, to allow the space for that so that others, as including myself, don't burn out, but be able to bring our best gift to the situations when people come for services because they need health care. So, so that makes sense. It's it's very it, long-winded it and it's is and it's it's very heartfelt. And I find that I have to keep repeating it and keep feeling it. So those practices help me feel that so that it's not about who I am or 
what I do, but but becoming, becoming that. Thank you so much. Yeah, I love it. And Gina, before I let you go, I have one more question. What is the most important thing healthcare executives should do now to make sure that their organizations are successful in the future? Healthcare organizations, and I've worked with many, I am very happy for this opportunity to speak and to encourage the opening and the allowing by leaderships who employ nurses, other medical professionals to help embody or create spaces where we're able to experience or to 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 lead or to go within to tap into our gifts that we're bringing to this experience to affect the whole outcomes from the healthcare sustainability the hospitals to the patient satisfaction safe care eliminating many of the concerns that i feel from my experience uh for example, my very first experience with a young mom in labor still is fresh in my memory. I think about that young girl. She was in such a state of being that when I tried to apply the protocol to take care of her, it didn't feel right. It didn't fit. It didn't fit the circumstances. And I tried my best, but deep within my heart, there was something missing. And now I come to understand towards the end of completion of my journey, what it is, is that the care provided wasn't based on who she was as a human being. It was about a program, a policy, a data that didn't match her circumstances. And I felt that. And I felt I, I felt I really didn't really meet her where she was and give her the best care she needed. So I, I the healthcare settings could help us by creating a situation where when we feel within our heart something different is needed allow us to be able to feel free to come and bring that gift and express it in a way that it really touches the patient. I mean, that's the simplest way I can say it because it's not that I'm asking for protocol changes, it's asking for that space for us to be able to lead from within and to when we really feel that something can be changed or affected for the good of this patient experience, have a, a pathway and where we can do that. And we don't burn out and we don't feel bad. And we don't think about that, the, I mean, not think about, but we have a connection that we feel it was almost as if we were taking care of ourselves, lovingly, compassionately. That's what I would say, how they can do that. And, and it's not focused on the kind of insurance they have or the lack of insurance, but their need, their human need. 
bringing a more humanistic approach to healthcare rather than robotic yes. numbers and data. And I love it. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. That's, that's so true. And how to, how to do that, because I believe if a robot can't, they, they can't feel what I felt in that experience. Mm-hmm. They, they cannot. And I still feel for her and, 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 I really felt that, oh, my goodness, if I had only known you before you came here into this situation and to understand what brought you here, it would really connect me. And I did connect with that. But it was like, oh, well, things have to be processed. This has to be done. And I'm sorry, this has to be done. That didn't feel right. Well, Gina, I want to thank you for joining me today and for your passion. I can, I have the utmost faith that you're going to change the world. I appreciate you so much. Oh, I hope not to change or just to change me so that in effect, if I'm changed, then I could bring about that effect and reduce the suffering of others. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.